What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of Grab Don't Slap. Um, obviously, I am not Patrick. He's usually doing our intros, but he is not with us right now. <laughs> or he's, he's not attending this show. He's not dead. That's not what I meant. <laughs> he's, he's out of town tonight, so we're one man down. <laughs> we're running a four-man lineup tonight. Uh, other than that, though, it's the same guys. We got Jason, Josh, Royce, and myself, Zach. Um, but yeah, let's definitely hop into this um, NBA discussion. So right now, we're currently, you know, we're in the playoffs. It's getting intense. And um, one series just concluded. The Suns and Nuggets. The Suns swept the Nuggets. Um, but something kind of crazy happened in the game where Jokic got ejected on a flagrant two. Um, and it's kind of controversial. So let's hop into this. What do you guys think? Do you guys think he was rightfully ejected? Do you think he should have been ejected from the game? Is it really controversial? Dude, no, he should not have been ejected for that. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page here. He should. Yeah. You don't eject the just appointed MVP. No, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I didn't watch the game. I didn't really. I saw what happened in the highlights, but like with those stakes, and yeah, he just got the MVP. Like, how the hell are you gonna kick him out? Okay. I mean, so I mean, the reason that they kicked him out, they called a flagrant two. You saw he he did charge it up. Yeah, but like he didn't even he he hit all ball. No, he, that's he, what I don't understand. He hit his nose. Cam, like, Cam had a big nose. <laughs> barely yeah. scraped it, dude. Like, I guess because of the charge up. But if anything, I think they should have just called a flagrant one. They didn't. I don't think they should have kicked him out. That was too much. I totally agree. It should have been a flagrant one. The, the Everything for a flagrant was there. But it, I mean, he connected with the face, but he was going for the ball. That's where you should call it a flagrant one. If Clearly. He all, if he was aiming all face, yeah, all right, get out of here. But he was not aiming for his face. Yeah, and eliminating the MVP in a playoff game, in an elimination game, you just you just don't do that. You can't do that for something like that. Like, if you did something insane, then I guess you could see, but not for what he did. He didn't deserve to be. Okay, if out of frustration, instead of aiming for the ball, he aimed for the face, you would have thrown him out? Yeah. Like if he full on hit him in the face, that's unbasketball like. So yeah, I mean you can't just hit someone in the face for like that for no reason. Yeah, no. If if he charged it back and hit campaign in the face like blatantly, then I would understand it. But like slightly like unintentionally made contact with the face, come on. Like he obviously did not intentionally try to hit camp campaign in the face. Yeah, we all know Jokic isn't that guy either. Like he doesn't have some record of like doing dirty plays or anything. He's you know he's just uh he's out there and he didn't he didn't intentionally try to whack Cameron Payne in the face. Um, Did you see the video of uh Jokic's brothers in the crowd? They look like they were ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey yo, them motherfuckers are the ones you don't want to piss. <laughs> they look mad. Yeah, but I didn't see that. But. That was um, yeah. You, it's an elimination game for them. You don't throw them out, and it's like, I didn't come to the Denver Nuggets game to watch. I don't know. Name a bench player, Javale McGee. Austin Rivers. <laughs> I I think he's starting. Yeah, but I mean that's they don't. Wait, no, Composo starts, doesn't he? Or you mean a shooting guard? Yeah. Oh, oh no. okay. I didn't, I I didn't realize. Oh well, I mean, still, you're not you're not there for Austin Rivers. You're there to see Nikola Jokic. Exactly. Like, I'm there for Jokic. I'm not there for. I mean, I'm there for the team, but I'm primarily there for Jokic. I didn't come to see those people play. So you don't you don't throw them out. Yeah, but congrats to the Suns. Sweeping the uh, Nuggets is impressive on any facet. Second round of the playoffs. And that, and that's where I'll like play the little devil's advocate there. Like, do we think they would have swept him even if he didn't get ejected? Though, like, I think so. I don't think. I think he. They still would have lost that game, but that doesn't make it like oh, yeah. we lost anyways. It's like no, you still gotta keep him in the game. No, for sure. Just for the people out there, though. Agreed. I think they still would have swept them, but it would have. They would have at least had more of a chance if Jokic didn't get ejected. Yeah, I think. 
that just watching that game last night or the two nights ago, whatever night it was, it was the Suns were starting to pull away before the ejection. And once the ejection happened, that was just full yeah. throttle. It was it was just run. Run and done. Yeah. Um, but that kind of brings us to our next point about the Phoenix Suns sweeping the league MVP, beating the Lakers, beating LeBron and the Lakers, and then sweeping the league MVP. They've been on a total tear right now. Just to say, um, our man's Pat is speaking from work, <laughs> obviously, and he says, I agree. It's wrong for Jokic to be out, to be thrown out for that hit. Should have just been a flagrant one. Back to you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, there's Pat's opinion. Um, but yeah, so the Suns have been on a tear. Um, I think they look like the best team in the NBA right now. Out of all the teams that are left and all the teams that are playing, from what we've seen, I think they're the best team in the NBA right now. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think they're playing like the best team? Yeah, I... I yeah, I would say so. I mean, the Nuggets are too hurt. The Nuggets are out, obviously. The Nets are too hurt right now, and we'll touch on that. The Sixers. I don't know if you guys watched the game today. There's no way they should have lost that game, but uh-huh. did. um, what the Hawks? I think the Hawks aren't. They're on, they need another step. They're missing something. Um, the Clippers are inconsistent. And Utah, if Donovan Mitchell's hurt, they're done. So, oh yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. It's I think it's between them and Milwaukee. And as of right now, they're my finals prediction. Agreed, man. I I do think Phoenix is Phoenix is the best team right now, and I I had them pegged going to the the finals since like playoff brackets were set. Just because they've had such a phenomenal season and they're like they're continuing to prove how good they are by beating like these really good teams. Here, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Just one second. And it's kind of it's kind of gonna sting us a little bit because I'm gonna mention the Warriors. Mm. You can say this is eerily similar to that 2015 run. For Phoenix? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Um, cl- not necessarily. I mean, it was a kind of close series. First round for both teams. Then second team, uh, star player is either hurt and missing action and some shit, other shit happens. And I mean, we'll see what happens in the next round. If they play Utah and Donovan Mitchell's out, that basically is your... Western Conference Finals, same with 2015. Um, but yeah, I think they're also everyone. We have to admit they have been fortunate too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But n- being fortunate doesn't take away from the ability and doesn't take away from the accomplishments they've had this season. Yeah, they missed out on playing a healthy Nuggets and they swept them. Would they have beat them while fully healthy? I think you can make the argument that series goes seven and I can see it happening, but I have the ability to win these types of games. They're not the second seed for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, they have, they've had a phenomenal season. They were, they were beating teams during the season when they were healthy. So like, I, I think Phoenix is legit. Well, this is all dependent on Chris Paul's health. That's true. Chris Paul has been like the lifeblood for that team. Him and, you know, him and Book. Oh, here. I'm going to just go on a quick, quick, short mini rant. Um, Colin Coward, shut up about the Suns. Two things. One, shut up about the Suns. Two, shut up about, um, shut up about Chris Paul being the second greatest point guard ever. Well, first thing with um, the Suns, the Suns are on what there's a word scientific word it's called momentum look it up um ever since that 8 and 0 run in the bubble you knew there was something different about them going into next year chris paul definitely turned them up a whole nother notch 
obviously by getting them to the Western Conference Finals. But that Suns team was in the right, was headed in the right direction. They just got like rocket fuel added to the back, which was stability, but it also boosted the shit out of them. So let's not pump the, let's not say they were just good this year because Chris Paul. Chris Paul definitely does influence that team, but Booker made a jump. Aiton made a jump. You could say Macau Bridges made a jump. Oh, yeah. Acquisition. Huh? No, I, I was agreeing with you. I do think Mikel Bridges was like a very, like, him making, like, even if it was a small jump, him making the jump that he did, it really helped the team out. And I mean, Monty Williams, dude, him and CP3 were back in Charlotte together. Yeah, dude, coaching the additional CP3, just um, all the pieces, like, coming together is what really, like, like Jason said, boosted the Suns. Yeah, I just don't want to, I just don't want people to think that this was just an overnight success for the Suns. The Suns were building something. Yes, you can say their um, organization hasn't been great for the past 10 years and especially the past five years, but discounting last season and what happened with the bubble, I mean, that's discounting those, but from last season to now, you can tell there was a change in culture and the trajectory of that organization uh, moved on a different path. So that's all I was saying. Colin Coward, stop. Second, just because Chris Paul, it's we can say, oh, he's a typical point guard. You can argue that, but he's, as a lot of other people said, yeah, he can, if they win the chip, he'll be top five ever. I'm fine with that. But there's no one, there's no way in hell he's better than Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas, and then you can argue um, John Stockton. And I think they had Oscar Robertson in there, yeah. but there's no, stop. I get it. You have a Chris Paul, you have a boner for Chris Paul. It's okay. It's okay. The boner for the weirdest fucking players, man. I swear to God, like. But just don't, I mean, it's like, I, we're Steph Curry fans here. Steph Curry is the second greatest point guard of all time. And you can honestly make the argument he's the greatest, but just don't don't run with this narrative oh because he took oklahoma city to like the bubble slash playoffs and then took the suns to the western conference finals he's the second greatest point guard ever steph got three chips bro two yeah. MVPs. The how many times have you been in the conference finals <laughs> like it'd be his what second time yeah i think so third. one with the clippers and one now no the rockets and then he got injured yeah. Did the Clippers yeah. didn't the Clippers go to the No, they didn't? Oh. Alright then. Well. Yeah, no. They're always second round eliminations, man. <laughs> Every year. That that CP3 curse. Which I mean, I, this he's, year. he's doing well now. He's doing well this season. Um, I I definitely understand. Like, I agree. You could argue, especially if he makes it to the finals and like does well, you can argue he's top five. I for sure have him in like top eight point guards of all time um but yeah don't don't disrespect Stephen Curry like that man He's, or undoubtedly Stephen Curry is either the best point guard of all time if not the second best yeah that that's where he is Steph is either one or two exactly ask an, if you're gonna ask a person our age we'll probably say one if you ask mm -hmm. somebody in their 50s and 60s they're probably gonna say magic but but yeah. regardless, you're not going to put Stephen Curry outside of the top two. Yeah. Like, so let's, that doesn't make sense. Just dead that shit now. That's my mini rant. I agree with you 100%, Jason. Don't disrespect Stephen Curry like and his accomplishments. Although Chris Paul is the, like a point god, like he's Stephen Curry and Magic Johnson. They're in a league of their own. Yep, Isaiah, Th the new, the young Isaiah Thomas said Steph Curry is the greatest point guard ever. I agree with him. Where's Russell Westbrook in your guys' top point guards of all time? Top. <laughs> you say top go, 10? Go ahead, Jason. I said top eight. I so, top 10, top 10 for me, for sure. If uh, Chris Paul, say Chris Paul loses in the Western Conference Finals this year, who's higher? I'd still have Chris Paul higher. Even without the MVP, I'll probably still say Chris Paul. 
And I know Russ one has an MVP, and obviously he is the triple double leader. He's the triple double king. It's just I don't know. Russell Westbrook played with one of the greatest players ever for most of, for what half of his career. Then went and ended up with another future Hall of Famer in um, James Harden, and then is now playing with Bradley Beal. Same could yeah. be small, kind of, sort of, but like, yeah, no, like he's a he's a great player, man. He definitely does have a kind of like highly inflated career, though, like perception wise. Like, like you were saying, he's been playing with all these dudes. Um, I don't know. And I don't think he's really done anything. Like, his triple doubles are nice, bro. But, like, comparing him to Oscar Robertson, Robertson, bro, he was just doing it, like, not even really trying. Like, that's just how he was. Westbrook, when he was going to break it, was kind of just going for it, you know, like, all ass. Like, in, in today's game, it's a lot easier to do that. Doesn't take away from his greatness, of course, but, like, I don't know. That's kind of how I view it. Didn't Draymond Green get a triple double without the point section? Yep. Yes. Yep. And he, oh, you see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, ten steals, and he had like four or six points. And I remember watching that game, and I was like, "Just score, score!" I wanted him to get the quadruple <laughs> double so bad, but he can't score, and he didn't, and he got ten steals, which is He's, insanely impressive. But he is like one of the only players in the league that is capable of getting a quadruple double. There's like a hand, there's not even a handful of players that can do that. He's one of them if he could just score a little. See, that's what I was gonna say. I think I think we can't say that just because of his ineptitude of scoring nowadays. <laughs> like he doesn't, I feel like he averages like what, eight points a game, maybe? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's close, don't get me wrong, that's close, but like, Dog, can we get more than eight points from you? Just a little more. Just like double digits. That's all we need. That's all we're asking. But, oh, here. I'm going to, before um, we jump off of the Suns being the best team in the league at this moment, um, looking at what this team is right now, can we say that this is what it would have looked like in 2011, right? 2011, 2012 if they didn't veto the um, Chris Paul to the Laker trade. Because here, I mean, I'm a really big fan of Devin Booker, and he just reminds me of a less athletic Kobe Bryant, dude. It's This, this has probably been one of my favorite, like, he's been my favorite player of the playoffs, like, not even close. And just watching the, the sheer ability of Devin Booker to get a bucket, whether it's mid-range, three ball, at the rack, the just creativity of like how you score, the difficulty on shots. It's been so amazing to watch. And that's why I say like, this looks like what should have happened in 2011, 2012. You're right. I never really thought about that. He's the young Mamba man. I love it. He definitely has that like, a very Kobe Bryant-esque skill set, like Jason was saying. So I, I definitely, I, I see that comparison. He's just not athletic, uh, not that athletic. I mean, like Kobe will jump over people. That's what he would have done. Like Book can't do that, but he has literally everything else. Almost the, like, and I feel like the hardest thing that Kobe mastered was the footwork behind everything. Cause that would, that's what makes getting those buckets so like easy for them. And Books almost got that down to a science, and he's only 24. That's crazy, dude. He's younger than me. <laughs> Bro, sidebar real quick. Draymond Green averaged seven points this year. Oh, man. His career average is 8.8 .8 points a game. See, we're going to need a lot more scoring from him next season. <laughs> we're going to need – I need at least 15 points from him. We like, need scoring from someone. Hit double digits. Just average yeah, double digits is like, for real. all I can ask. I that's like what I'm saying. Fun. Give me that's 10 flat. Here. Like, damn. Like, yeah, he's one of the greatest defenders ever. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, shit, if you weren't that, dude, 8.8 .8 points for your career – seven rebounds for your career and five assists for your career oh my god 
And I hate stats people, but oh my god. How many assists? Uh, it looked like five assists. No. Ah, oh, shit. I deleted the uh, threat. I'm surprised it's not more assists, actually. Uh, he had eight assists. Eight? So eight, seven, eight? Seven, seven, eight. <laughs> seven rebounds. You, you know seven, what's funny? Oh, you're talking... That's uh, that's this season. For a career, I was saying he averages five assists a game. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised that's not more. You know what's funny? Was that Draymond back in 2016 was a bucket, dude. Yeah. He, dude, he, didn't he drop like 30 points in game seven? No, dude, His like, career high is 37. Wasn't that yeah, in game seven? I think Mike so, tripping. yeah. He was a bucket. Every time he took a three, it's not like I was like, oh, no. Like, if I see Draymond take a three, I'm, I'm like, oh, God. Like, no, he's not going to go in. But when he took, when he used to take threes, I, like, kind of trusted him. What happened? I don't know what happened. That's so bizarre. So weird, dude. What makes me mad is when he has, like, a fairly simple layup, and then he just goes too fast and, like, throws it off the backboard. I'm just like, oh, my God. I love yeah. him, but he pisses me off sometimes, too. <laughs> that floater. That floater against the... Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even talk about that. <laughs> it's going to make me so mad until next season. I just, I just pictured it in my head. I remember exactly how that went. He should have... Just... I just wondered in practice what is what is he practicing does he not practice like um, like shooting i think no i'll tell you what happens i think they um they hire people the warriors hire people they get them uh they get them outfits from Foot Locker, put them in that and draymond just walks up to them and yells at them for about three hours he <laughs> <laughs> needs to start working on the on the scoring man next season for this offseason bro your defense is there, okay? Just start working on getting buckets and scoring. That'll help us. All he needs to do is practice his practice his threes because majority of the time people leave him wide open on the three and then just practice your free throws. Yep. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say, uh, for this topic, Pat says Phoenix is currently the best team in the playoffs. Yeah, he's agree, right. Pat. Did we all agree on that? Do we all think that Phoenix is like the oh, best? Oh, yeah, hands down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if uh, Chris Middleton was even slightly consistent, I would say the Bucks are, but he's not. So I can't trust him. I can't trust him. I'm sorry. And even if they get past this Nets team, which we'll get to, uh, I I think I'm raging on the inside. Put it that way. Actually, let's let's get to them right now. Switching topics. Um about the Bucks versus the Nets. Right now the series is tied all tied up. And the reason for that is the the Nets are dealing with quite a few injuries right now, especially with their most recent one, Kyrie with the ankle sprain, man. I said it I said it before the playoffs started. Uh injuries are going to hold that team back at least this year. And I hate to say I hate to see that it's coming true. I mean, I walked I walked from my um, kitchen to my room. Walking back into my room, I saw Kyrie land on his ankle, and <laughs> once I saw that, everything I was pissed because I don't injuries make the game worse. Obviously, granted that Nets team fully loaded doesn't make the league that much better, <laughs> but. <laughs> Damn, that's not that's not how you want this shit to happen. I want to see Kyrie play in the playoffs. And what's up with Harden again? What's his injury? Like right hamstring injury. Like, yeah. which he's been dealing with kind of all season. Like I honestly thought it was that type of injury where they're like, "Oh, we're up 2-0, so like let's just kind of save him until like shit starts going south." So like I thought he'd be back for game 5. Honestly. Yeah, see like exactly same. I thought he'd be back and Yeah. What? announced he was out for game five i was like oh this is a little more serious yeah yeah i mean he harden was dealing with that hamstring injury even like before the playoffs started so it's probably just like you know hamstrings can be tricky it's probably just not healing very quickly yeah and that compounded with Kyrie's ankle which is probably what looked like a grade two to grade three ankle sprain so we're not gonna see Kyrie for a while even if they make the NBA Finals, we're probably not going to see Kyrie. AD. 
You got what you wanted, man. Your team Me- left remember the what, Zach, remember we were saying earlier, like a little earlier in the season, like if the Brooklyn Nets team is healthy, they're running through everyone. But like Jason said, if something were to happen, like players get unhealthy, man, they're in trouble. I I think they're in trouble. Because I'm time, man, to prove that he doesn't need the the stars around him, you know, that all these haters want to say about him. No, he's right. I mean, I think I think Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. He's the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, and it's time for him to like to show us, man. Like, can bring you, back the Durantula. That can we you know. can you lead your team with not another All Star with you and uh, win games? Name the. The only player that's done that in recent history is Dirk. Exactly. So why can't he get out of this round and see if he can do that? Yeah, I'm. I don't want to hear. Let's not act like. I'm not. I'm not. If he loses, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, Kevin Durant's not the best player in the NBA." Because exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let's see who if he can do this, man. And that'll prove. That'll just prove my point that he is the best player in the NBA. Oh no, I agree with you saying he's the best player in the league at this. I'm not this very moment, but I think. From honestly, from 2017 forward, I thought Kevin Durant's the best player in the world. But um, there's no, I feel like he doesn't have anything to necessarily prove. Although, so you can say us Warrior fans after him leaving us for his best friend and then <laughs> being another friend, um, we're looking at this under a microscope. I kind of thought part of the reason he wanted to go to Brooklyn with Kyrie was to show that he himself could lead a team, you know, like with him at the with him at the helm and like, you know, the other superstars supporting him. So I thought that was part of it. So I don't know for me, maybe if he if he can't like gather the troops and like lead this team, maybe that does like. At least put his leadership for me into question. Because it's not like he has nothing around him, dude. He's still got some decent players around him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has good players. It's just, dog, like, they're not that. Like, yeah. He's yeah. going to get his 30. What, however long this series goes, he's going to get his 30 a night. Like, dog, the last game, he got 28 points on 9 of 25 shooting. Like, he's just. He's going to need to do more than that, though. You think he's going to shoot 9 of 25 again? I don't think he's 9 of 25 again. No, I'm just saying, um, other than scoring, he's going to have to get everybody involved. He's going to have to be the guy for this team. I don't think that's his... um, I hate to say it. I I think it's more likely for Kevin Durant to end up scoring something like 55 than him getting 38 and maybe 10 assists and eight rebounds i agree that i i I think he just needs to do whatever it is he's gonna do to lead this team to victory i mean shit if uh what's his face if joe harris hits a shot it's better if landry shamit hits a shot it's gonna be better bruce brown if bruce brown plays good that guy's pretty good man i didn't know who the hell he was until i started watching a couple of their games but like (laughs) We, we can just say that if, if Kevin Durant can lead the Nets, at least out of this series, that's pretty impressive. Especially oh. to get to his fellow All-Stars getting hurt. Um, yeah. And, and you're doing it against a two-time MVP on a quote, I would say, the most cohesive team in the league. Like, the Bucks are like, they're a solid unit. Granted, we can take Giannis's three-point shooting somewhere. Um, if Chris Milton decides to show up for a game, like, yeah, that's the most cohesive unit. It will look damn impressive if he can get this Nets team past that. Do we think it here? Do we think it happens? Honestly, call the call the series right now because James Harden and Kyrie Irving are probably not going to be back for the series. Kyrie, no, definitely no. James Harden's probably not back this series. If they... Oh, go ahead, Zach. You go, Josh. You're good. Okay. Uh, If... You know, if Kyrie and Harden don't come back, I say Milwaukee in seven. I think think Milwaukee will take advantage and beat them. The 
the Nets might be able to like get one more, but if they don't have Kyrie and Harden, I think that's that's a big issue for them. I think Katie, like we all said, Katie will do what he does. He'll score, but if he, like I said, if he can't gather the troops and like rile them up to like boost them to try to to beat this really good Bucks team, I think the Bucks will take advantage. I agree. I think without a, a healthy Kyrie or Harden, they don't win. I think that the Bucks will win Game Five. I think Kevin Durant's gonna win Game Six, and I think Game Seven's gonna be crazy. But I just think the Bucks have more. I think it's gonna be in six because I think the Bucks. Game Five is gonna be shocking. Like Game Five will be crazy close because it's in Brooklyn. And if they lose in Brooklyn for game five, I think game six just looks entirely different. I think all momentum's out the window and the Nets lose. They don't lose by much, but the Nets definitely lose in six. That's same. I have them in six for same exact reason. I'll also throw in, I mean, dude, they're going to play like how teams played the old Thunder. Just let KD eat, get his 40, 50, and just watch the other guys, make sure nobody else pops off. That's all you got to do. And like you said, Giannis Middleton, Ren Forbes, <laughs> that guy could finally start making a shot again. Given that the Clippers have won game four, who do we think is going to win this series? Dude, the Jazz did not look good today. Donovan didn't play, right? No, he played. He did. Oh, man. That's what a 33. Why did just have a slight injury on his knee? Anything crazy? But that didn't look good. No, exactly. Like I don't know if it's like crazy, but exactly, it didn't. Yeah, didn't look right. <laughs> I think we can sort of tell now what an ACL looks like. It kind of looked like that. A little bit. It was it bad? I didn't even see it. It was kind of bad. It looks worse than what it was. Did they he get closed... taken out? No. Okay. Good. They closed the gap a little, but they're, I still don't think they're going to win. I don't think the Jazz are going to win this one. They're down That's... by 14 with a little less than five minutes for me. Yeah, GG. Yeah. Um, so where I think that this went wrong for the Jazz is Rudy Gobert with a whopping nine points and seven rebounds. Yeah. Um, that that dude is not helpful. <laughs> and he got it looked like he got into foul trouble early, um, which hurts too, because you need him in there to defend. Um, That's his whole job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and I mean, also, um, Marcus Moore stepping up, you know, dropping 22 points is good. Having a guy like that to put up 22 points. Um, so that's good for the Clippers. Um, and I'm sticking with my prediction. Clippers is six. They're rolling out these next two games. Yeah, I'm sticking with you too, man. Jordan Clarkson tonight going a whopping three for 12 tonight. Field goals, like, and then my brother, my Royce brother, Royce O'Neal, just, you know, he's not doing it right tonight either. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the narrative's been there for Gobert. So, I mean, yeah, Clips in six. Yeah. yeah. My prediction ain't looking so hot. I don't think I did anything crazy. No, I think you just said jazz in like six or something. Yeah. Um at this it's possible, but it's highly unlikely now. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say highly unlikely. I mean, I think it's still anybody's series. Um, I just like the Clippers more. And I mean I can see Utah winning this series still. I, well, that's what I was gonna say, Zach. I still think this is anyone's series, like it could go either way. I'm gonna stick with Jazz and seven. I believe that they can get it together, and like, I think it'll go distance, but I think they could still beat the, the Clippers. I think it'll go in. I think now it'll go to seven games, but I can't tell you who wins at this point. If the Clippers, if the Jazz look really good at home, it could be Jazz and seven. But if they look like if they win by the skin of their teeth in game five, I think they'll lose game seven. For sure. Like I'll stick with my clips in six, but yeah, next game is gonna gonna be a dicey one. 
I think yeah. the real X factor here is like not really the stars, but which of the role players on these teams can like contribute. So like Bojan Bogdanovic putting up 18-3-3, that's good. But if Jordan Clarkson's gonna shoot terribly and not help, then that doesn't that's not good. And then same with like you guys said, Marcus Morris stepping up with 22 points. That's that's why the Clippers are in a commanding lead right now. No, yeah. What did Joe do today? 14-3-3. I mean, that's decent. I just need... It's I, helpful. 16. He just scored, like, just uh, now, as you said that. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and he shot 6 for 8. Which is I think Utah, Utah needs a second star, but who the fuck wants to live in Utah? Jason again. Oh, here. I need to, I need to say this. Hey, yo, um, Zach's grandparents, I'm sorry for my language. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Zach, have your parents listened to this, or have your grandparents listened to this podcast? I, I think, like, you know, it came up at, like, a family party or whatever, and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, listen, and then, like, my grandma was listening, my nana was listening, and she was like, she said, she was like, oh, this is really cool. And then she like heard Jason like th- maybe throw out an oh, F-bomb. No, so we were talking about it at my graduation party. And Jason was like, that was probably me. And then she was, you know, she wasn't like mad or anything, but she was like, yeah, I had a little, I had enough of it, but it was good, you know? Yeah. I, oh, man. I, I'll, I'll apologize for my language. Can I say it'll get any better? Probably not, but it's, it's fine. Yes. Anyways. Um, before, but, um, Josh, I totally agree. I mean, I think it really comes down to role players as well. Um, I mean, also, and the big guys got to do their thing. And that's kind of dicey with Paul George. But that's a big part of playoff teams and teams that make big runs is they have role players who step up and hit shots, you know, when they need to be hit. Um, So I think role players is going to be huge. I think that's who's going to decide who wins this series is which of the the players outside of the stars on these teams are going to step up and help out. Here, I'm going to say this. A national declaration. Rudy Gobert, you can change your entire narrative in these next three games. If Rudy Gobert averages 30 points <laughs> next three games, because I think it'll go to seven, I will officially shut the fuck up forever about you. That is so not going to happen. Like, I that would I honestly like think that would be a miracle. If he averaged like a 20, 11, and like a block or two, bro. No, here the reason out of that series, yeah, not gonna average here twenty, the, let alone thirty. Here the reason why I say this, yes, it sounds drastic. It sounds outland. It's outlandish for a reason. I say this because one, I don't think it's going to happen. Two, I'm saying this because Utah legitimately needs a second person that can average at least 25 to go with Donovan Mitchell if they have any hopes at winning a title. Agreed. That's what they need. I Before Rudy Gobert, though, I would say Bojan, um, Jordan Clarkson. I would, I would even say Joe Ingles or Royce O'Neal before Rudy Gobert. Literally, almost anyone on the team except saying, Gobert. I'm not saying who can get that twenty, uh, who can get that thirty. I'm saying him specifically because he's probably hailed as the second best player on player on that team. Not offensively, sure. obviously, but I'm saying as the second best player on this team, do something else besides get a fucking rebound. I, I agree with Royce. I think it's like if he could just average 20 points a game, that would be super helpful for Donovan. Super helpful. That it should we do have to remember though that Mike Conley's out and that was huge. That that um Oh I forgot. I forgot he was out. Yeah, well he's he's that guy that Jason's talking about. Like not necessarily 30 points a game. Um, but he's that you know, number two scoring option um that they need right Shit. now. Fellas, it's a 10-point game with two minutes left. Is, Is it really? really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh, things just got interesting. Ingles just made a three. Wait, now is it 13-point game? Or is uh, it- it's 112-102. <clears throat> oh, yeah, my thing's a little delayed then. This guy early as shit, dog. I, I'm seeing the same thing Zach is. No, I'm not Man. even watching it. I'm looking on my sports app, bro. I got to turn it on my phone real fast. Yeah, I'm just on browser, like checking the score, and it's still behind. Oh yeah, Joe Ingles, let's go, Dinkelberg. <laughs> Joe, Joe Ingles is gonna be huge, man. 
I mean, you're pa- gonna you're gonna need to hit knock down these three pointers. Pa- pause. <laughs> uh, I agree, Zach. If he if he like steps up consistently, like I mean, it, it could look real good for um for the Jazz. I think. Yep. You're right. Hey, uh, what channel is this game on? ESPN or TNT? TNT. TNT. Shout out Dinkelberg. Let's go. <laughs> All right. But uh, so yeah, man. I mean, I think so. What do we think? Me, Royce are going clips, and uh, Josh and Jason are going jazz. I'm over here now. I'm just like I don't fucking. I'm <laughs> say jazz and seven just to like split the shit, you know. Yeah. But I, at this point, I don't fucking know, dog. Yeah. Hey, we I'm, all called it though. This is gonna be this series is really really entertaining. I'm really sticking with I'm sticking with jazz and seven. I'm I'm gonna stick with that. And Patrick says yeah. the Clippers the Clippers have a chance in beating Utah, but it's nice to see. It, he he thinks it would be nice to see Utah versus Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals, which I agree with. I would it like would. to see Utah versus Phoenix. Yeah, for sure. That'd be sick. <clears throat> but all right. Let's... Yeah, but I yeah, you guys are right. It's anyone's series right now. Here, I'm gonna say this. Um, transitioning. Shout out to Trey Young. Man's had 18 assists tonight. That's insane. He's killing it. Did he He's really? Been my favorite player this playoffs, dude. I think he had 25 and 18 in yep. like four rebounds. Like eight for 18 assists on any night's ridiculous. We're doing it against um doing it against the Sixers, the first seed Sixers in the second round of the playoffs. That looks good, dog. Yep. And the thing is, man, is that game was close. <clears throat> Trey Young dropped 25 points. And he didn't necessarily have a good shooting night. He shot eight for 26. <laughs> so he missed 18 shots. They still won that game. And Trey Young, for the most part, this this playoffs has had a relatively, you know, has had relatively good shooting splits. If he just doesn't shoot like that again, dude. I mean, he shoots like that and they win. I mean, I don't know. What does that tell you? I mean, if he can just even make more shots than he like five more of those shots, dude. I'm sticking with Atlanta. I'm sticking I'll, with Atlanta. It's like Jason said, though. He had 18 assists. Like, he's shooting shitty, but at least he's, like, recognizing it and still getting his boys involved, you know? I'm like... Oh, yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. It's just... It's that he he dropped 25 points with on not good efficiency. I really free throw. won. So... Yeah. And, he's have, and he's been pretty efficient for the playoffs for the most part. So, if he... That was just a bad game. And he still had a great game. Let's just shout out a free throws, then. Yeah, hold on. How many free throws did dude shoot? <laughs> I'm gonna look at that right now. Got eight and made six. Yeah, six for eight. So okay. I mean average free throw shooting night. That's twelve points. Yeah, I mean did what the NBA did uh propose at the end of this season is they're looking into the shooting foul. Basically the same shit that James Harden and Trey Young be pulling all the time. Oh yeah. Fake, let them jump, you jump into them. They're probably changing that at the end of this year, which is gonna be for the league. To be fair, uh Steph Steph Curry also does that quite a bit. The yeah. reason is here, I'll say Steph does that because he's the only superstar in sports existence that doesn't get treated like a superstar. Yeah, like he literally like has to do it. Like Jason, that's what I was gonna say. Can you imagine how many points Stephen Curry would score if he got foul calls? Here, just think about this: Steph Curry would average the most points in the league if everybody took away the amount of free throws they shot. And he already averaged the most points in the league. He would average like 40 points a game if he got foul calls. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, Again, that's just a testament to Steph Curry as a, not only a shooter, but a scorer. But, but yeah, yeah, going back to, sorry, uh, going back to Atlanta versus Sixers, did, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I did not expect, I keep saying it, I did not expect Atlanta to be this good this season. Here, I will say this though. The, my only caveat is, Joel Embiid's playing on a torn meniscus. <laughs> it feels That's cold. true. That's true. I mean, either basically in the second half of the game today, he just looked like crap. Either that was either that was him quitting or that was his knee. Um or him it, it yelling. Could be, hey, yeah, I was gonna say he said it. <laughs> like it could be both. He's I mean old, bro. Eight for twelve or I'm sorry, oh for twelve in the like second half or final quarter or whatever he shot 
I'm, I'm not. He not. He didn't sell shit, dog. Yeah, I th I think it's just his his knee You're is probably bothering him. Wait, he can make that layup at the end of the game. You try pressure situation, bro. You got that's where you got to make that make that separates the boys from the men. You got to make that shot, dude. He's he's good enough to be running around, running and gunning with all these guys. He can make that layup. He missed it. Gunning? Are you watching the games? He's yeah. Not he's he's playing in the NBA game. He's I mean, moving it's pretty fast paced, even no matter how fast you're going. And he's he's he. It's clear that he's not playing at a hundred percent. And you can watch the game. You can tell that knee is bothering him. He should have made that layup. Discounting what Atlanta is doing, I'm just saying the best player on the other team has an actual injury zach if looks like shit today though Granted. zach yeah he didn't he didn't have a good game today and i i agree with jason i think the knee credits to that like i think it is really bothering him about the layup zach i think anyone might have difficulties if you're not on balance when trying to make a layup especially in a high pressure situation i don't think he's very balanced with like his knee injury dude Oh, quick, quick uh, cut. Yeah, Clippers are going to win this game. They're up 13 with a minute left. Yeah, they're yeah, that's over. Dropped. That's, that's two and two for that series. But yeah, Zach, I think I think healthy, like fully healthy Joel Embiid is going to play way better than what we saw, you know. But yeah. I, I think that knee is just causing him a whole bunch of problems. But yes, again... Atlanta's playing like an actual playoff team. This has been great to see. Good for one, the city of Atlanta, because y'all deserve it too. But Trey Young, you're looking like a future. You're you're looking like the superstar you're supposed to be, and that we all thought you're gonna be. Um, it would it would be really. I saw a meme on uh, Instagram. It'd be really funny to have a Utah Atlanta game uh, finals just for the uh, commentators to mix up both Bogdanoviches. <laughs> that'd be funny come on that just no yeah that would but yeah um what since the series is tied 2-2 but it's going back to philly what do you think i think the hawks need john collins to have another game like he did tonight because that's a guy who's like on and off man like he'll play like this tonight and then like he'll have games where he'll just start off like 0-3 over 4 and then just get frustrated and the bench him, you know. If he could put up like 20, you know, 15, 20 points again and, you know, double double wise, go a long way. With Capella playing the way he is, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of why he's unfortunately on his way out of Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think, I think Philly wins one of the home games, but I think the Hawks steal the other one. So that means you have the Hawks winning in seven. Yep. There you go. Zach, what do you think? Yep, same as Josh. Hawks in seven. I'll say just to be different from y'all, Sixers and seven. That's what I was going to say. Yep. That game was too close for a home game. Yeah, I'm going to say Sixers and seven as well. Embiid will turn it up. My man Seth Curry, he'll represent the fam. Ben Simmons, I mean, he'll, he'll keep the defense up. Sixers and seven. I don't know if it was healthy Joel Embiid. I would I would have said Sixers and six, but I I think Joel Embiid not being a hundred percent really affects the team. Like yeah, they got um, the rest of the team is actually pretty solid, but we all know Joel Embiid is like the lifeline to that for that team. Dude, Tobias Harris too. Yeah, he saw, like I said, they had a solid team, but Joel Embiid is what they revolve around. Here, I got another. Uh, I have another impossible challenge. Ben Simmons, yeah, hit more than eight threes in a game, and I will shut <laughs> up about you forever when it comes to shooting. Eight threes. That is so much less likely to happen than that Gobert one. <laughs> Bro, why can't that guy just make a shot? Like, I wonder what those odds are. If Jason, if you would have put like five dollars on that, you'd probably make like twenty-five million dollars. <laughs> So I'll make something ridiculous off that, like 20,000, 30,000, something like that, because that's not happening. The, the, like, the concern I would have if I saw someone bet like actual money for Ben Simmons to hit eight three-pointers in a game, I would just be like, are you okay, dude? 
Has Ben Simmons even attempted a three-pointers this season? Yeah, he has. He actually made, I think he made a couple threes this season. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But like a couple, not not like double digits. Yeah. Yeah, I want to look that right now. So I don't know. I don't think he's attempted a three in the playoffs, though. Let me see. This season, I he's highly attempted. Doubt it. I, I, I hear. Wait. I guess he's four for 38 or something like that. You thought he shot 38 threes? I feel no, like, bro. Like, I thought he shot like 15 at most. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say four for 15. No, he only shot 10. Oh, oh, my, my God. God. Even less. Shot how, many, how many did he make? Three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jason yeah, was the four. closest. 30% three-point shooter. Oh. Good 30%. Did they even 30%. count that with ten, only 10 attempts? Like, what? No, they wouldn't, like, count that towards anything. But that's so funny, dude. Th- three for 10? Oh I can do three that's, for 10. That's, that's like game. Three on a bad day. I, I, right now, Jason, can shoot three for 10 in an NBA game. <laughs> I believe that actually. A season, not a season, a game. <laughs> this one, ball ten times. I'll probably do it in a G League game. <laughs> Five nine, Jason Gearduzzi. I I believe he could make three for ten. Oh my god, bro, Jason, you want him to make? You were challenging him to make eight threes in a game. He hasn't even made eight threes in a season. Here, fine, make eight threes in the last three, in the last three games. That okay, that that's fair. I, I still highly doubt it, but that's a lot more reasonable. <laughs> Dude, that's two threes, like, and then one, yeah, come on, you could do that. That still might be impossible. <laughs> he took a three in the playoffs. Oh, he did. That's he did that's that's did. actually a surprise. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I didn't remember that, but did yeah. he make it? No, he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Did you have? that question no i didn't i just thought it'd be funny because i knew the answer it's the very opposite of asking did steph curry hit if steph curry shot a three we're probably all assuming he made the shot yeah i know i just thought it'd be funny to ask here that's i think that's a point there's no need for like a topic on it or anything but it's wild to think that like if we if we see steph take a three we're all so trained to think that it's going in regardless of what he takes like, just think about how wild that is. Man, random ass dude shoots a three. We're like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen. Steph, we're like, oh, it's going to go in. Ben Simmons, oh, it's going to break. <laughs> yeah, but like like you're saying, Jason, like even just when Steph Curry crosses the half court line and pulls up, we're just like, oh, that's in. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> be the most ridiculous three people are on him. Um, almost half court with like eight seconds left. And we're all expecting that to go in like it's like all right well we know what's happening because he's done it so damn much now if ben simmons were to cross the half court line and take the same shot (laughs) hey it's like that one game uh i think what's his face when dwight was on the lakers he hit a corner three and then i think like the next game or some shit andrew bynum like stepped into a three and then he bricked the shit out of it and then phil jackson just subbed him out for the game (laughs) Dude, Andrew Bynum, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, Dwight hit it, hit the three, and I was like, oh, shit, Dwight hit a three. Ah, big man can shoot. Ah, some shit like that. Andrew Bynum's like, hmm, I could do that. Totally bricks it. And then Phil's like, no, no more of this, dog. Sit. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, that's amazing. Ben Simmons. Learn how to shoot, please. Like, or else this is your ceiling. Doc- would, yeah, no, I agree. That if he could learn to shoot, even like a just a mid-range shot, he would be like, I, I would definitely have him higher in like the point guard discussion, like of of right now. Yeah, think about this. Like, imagine the imagine the players that we have, Giannis and Ben Simmons. If they had a jump shot, they'd be the best players in the league. Yeah, no, no doubt. But they don't. <laughs> I, I, you gotta. I mean, I guess it would just be too unfair. I guess, like that's the basketball god's way of regulating the game. They're like, no, that's why we made Steph six three and like one sixty soaking wet. Exactly. What if what if Steph was Giannis's size? I wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> 
I like Steph where he is. Yeah, I know, but like, just imagine Steph with like shot blocking and rebounding. Like, well, he does have rebounding already, but like, that would just be an an unfair player. And can jump from the free throw line and dunk a basketball. That's yeah. See, I just feel like the basketball gods wouldn't allow that kind of player. Oh yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's go over our uh, playoff predictions, like, just one more time. So, I have the uh, Clippers versus the Suns in the conference finals, and then the Hawks versus the, where are we at? Bucks in seven. All right, what, next, Josh? Um, Mine's almost, mine's close to Zach's, but I got... Utah versus Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals, mm. and Atlanta versus Milwaukee in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. Royce, yeah, Clips Phoenix, and then I got a uh, Philly, Philly Milwaukee, wow. Milwaukee in seven. Wow, it just I, all right. I'll go. Um, the fuck. If I have to guess, I got Clippers and I got obviously Phoenix. And then I got Sixers and Bucks. That'll be a great series, though. If yeah, exactly. Sixers, Bucks in seven games. I think that series also. Games. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Joel if he keeps going, though. Like, I. <laughs> I, I do want to see him succeed, but I also want to see him rest his knee. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm just torn between that. No, none of us, none of us are are betting on Brooklyn now that Kyrie and Harden I mean, are it out. It can happen. It can happen. I just think it's the the injuries at this point. Yeah. I especially know Kyrie too. I mean, we know no Kyrie, and if James Harden doesn't come back at all for this series, I think it's just done. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say. So, if one of them, if just one of them went down, I think they'd be fine. I would still, I would have the Nets if only one of them were down. But now that both of them are down and it's not looking like they're coming back, I, I agree with you guys. I don't think Brooklyn can get past these just very discouraging injuries. Yeah, that's all. Now it's time, KD, KD. Exactly. Let's see it, man. I'm I'd love excited. to see. I would like to see KD prove to people like, hey, I can do this by myself. Yeah, no, of course, as Warriors fans. Here, man. Yeah, as Warriors fans, we'd love to see that. No. There's only I don't been, think it'll happen, but... There's only been three teams... There's only been three teams that have done that since 2000. <laughs> you can see... It's the Detroit Pistons. It's the... Um, Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. And then you can argue... You can say uh, Kawhi's Raptors. Yeah. I, oh, I would take wise Raptors, yeah. Then one superstar and then a good team around him. That's what that was. Same thing with the Mavericks. And then you can't even argue there was like one certain man for that Pistons team. I was going to say, yeah, it was more of like several like pretty good players, but not really one outstanding yeah, superstar. Like, I guess Ben Wallace, but still like he wasn't. Even... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if, if, if it's anyone, it's Ben Wallace or maybe Chauncey. Or Ribs. I was like, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Chauncey Billups was definitely the best player on that team. Yeah, no, I said, oh, I yeah, said yeah, Ben yeah. Wallace or Chauncey Billups. Yeah, Chauncey, yep. Yep. It's like Ben Wall. Wait, what? Chauncey Billups don't exist. God, Carmelo Anthony would have a ring if dark if they didn't draft Darko Milicic. Dude, dude. <laughs> Drafted Darko Milicic. Oh my God. Bro, that draft would have shook the league. Yeah, forever a stain for the business. Oh my! It's well, so funny seeing that, seeing like that, that draft board and looking at the top five, and nope, there's one outlier there. <laughs> God, that was bad. We would have had such a great time watching um, De- Mellow in Detroit versus LeBron in Cleveland. Dude, yeah, yeah. that would have been fun. Oh, it's those Boston teams, bro. That would have been fucking sick too that too here do yourself a favor real quick um for people that um like watching basketball and you want to do a little throwback uh watch go watch lebron's uh cavalier game versus the detroit pistons that'll all 
it regardless of any sort of game that'll be an all-time game from anybody i watched it recently and i was like holy shit man's like scored like the last 40 points for that team to win a game (laughs) that was that goddamn good but um yeah um pat also wait oh shit let's get pat real quick yeah says atl can do it but i think the sixers got it going right now so i i think he basically said it's either either or it's anyone series I, yeah decipher that <laughs> um but yeah man playoffs have been uh really entertaining for the most part you know? yeah it'll be exciting to see what happens i mean this is here let's say this has this playoffs been better than the bubble yeah yeah Oh, a thousand times. Yeah. Why? I think so. Bro, the fans. Oh. The fans and actually being in the crowd. Sometimes. That's some freaking, like, I don't know, like, indoor gym, like. The one thing that I will say that the bubble had over this playoffs was that I got to watch Matisse Thibel vlog it. And that was awesome. Now, that was, he's, he's pretty funny. He I'm, was funny. He was good with the edits. And it was just so sick being able to see like how they live their lives in the bubble. It was so dope. Dude, all I have to say is the first Knicks game like really brought me back. I was like, fuck. This is, <laughs> this is dope. When I heard the fuck you, Russ, like, <laughs> like, dude, I was like, yes. Like we the, the, the bubble was exciting, but this just feels more like I mean more legit. Yeah, this feels this is a return to normalcy. But come on, we had TJ Warren in the bubble dropping fifty. No, yeah, that's it. the bubble was wild, dude. Definitely, it, I just the only you. sorry, the only thing that upset me was Phoenix going eight and zero in the bubble, and then just like, all right, good job, but that's it, you're done. I, yeah, I was exactly. just like, what? What was the point of like winning all those games? Yeah, them getting a participation medal for yeah, eight. that that was a bummer. It's, the bubble was wild, but really something we'll always remember, and it was fun to see it actually happen. Yeah, but this just feels like good to see this going the way it is. No doubt, for sure. Here, next year we'll have the Warriors back. Hey, yeah. the Warriors will be back in the playoffs, at at least the playoffs. Yes, I believe that, and I think if they do what we hope they do, which is flip those picks for a superstar the Warriors might be back in the finals next year and oh boy let's make this NBA pay for all casuals even if they don't flip it for a superstar man if the Warriors have a healthy Curry uh, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green they're back in the Western Conference Finals at least I think plus like uh, if Draymond Green scores more than eight points a game (laughs) yes I was gonna say plus plus Andrew Wiggins yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we just have the same team pretty much for the most part with Clay Thompson, bro, I see us going conference finals, dude. Oh, no, we got to add some stuff. Well, I know. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying any drastic moves like signing a superstar. That's what I meant. I'm uh, saying we need to revamp our bench completely. Yeah. Clay Thompson is not our savior, and he doesn't change that us getting to the West Conference finals. No, no yeah. Bro. We're going to have to do something. You know, Ubre might actually leave, but um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting him to leave. Well, no, this is what we want from Ubre. We want Ubre to like us enough to um, deal with the sign and trade that we actually get something for him leaving. That'd be yeah, I would like that. To where if he is going to leave, go. we'll send you to wherever the hell you want to go. Just let us get something for you. If he does that, that'll be a win for the Warriors. Yeah, all we need is, uh, I like, all we need are like, Role players, good, decent role players. I just thought of something. Duncan Robinson. Sorry. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. If he goes to the Heat and we snag somebody from the Heat, I'd be very happy. If Duncan it's Kemp's done, Duncan Robinson. Well, Duncan's trying to ask for twenty million a year. Yeah, that I saw. It just popped into my head. That's too. Much. I, I would not pay Duncan million, Duncan Robinson that much. Oh, Duncan million. <laughs> I'm not paying him millions. I'm not. Pay, I mean, I'm not paying him twenty million a year. Yeah, no, crazy. That's too much money. I need to see more for like you're not like Otto Porter finesse the league. You're oh not. Gosh, dude, he, he's making like twenty four. He made like twenty four mil a year. I'm not paying Otto that what a much. What bag? Either. Yeah. 
he finessed. We're not doing that. Nah. Better not. The Warriors just if the Warriors want to make the Western Conference Finals, obviously Clay needs to be healthy and eighty percent of what he was, and you need to revamp that bench. Like we were wrong. What? Ten of our twelve players were G League players at a point. Something no more no more Michael Mulder. Bye bye Mulder. No more Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> no more Mulder, no more uh, Bazemore. Um, who else? Uh, Nico Mannion. You can go back to Santa Cruz. Uh, let's develop you a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do think is actually good, and it's Duncan Robinson for a tenth of the price. Yeah. No, Hold on. Apparently, our our lot. No, our second round stash of Justinian Jessup was balling out in Australia. It's good to see. <clears throat> he he's l- literally the exact same size as Duncan Robinson. He's just left-handed. That's the only difference between them two. There you go. Let's just roll with him instead of Duncan, instead of 20 million a year Duncan Robinson. I'm no one. I don't think anyone's going to give him that much. Somebody will. It's a shoot. Yeah. So I know, but that's all he can do is just shoot threes. It's a shooter's league. Somebody's going to fall for it. Well, then that sucks for whoever falls for that. Someone will. That's too much money. Anyway, Zach, close it out. All right. That was fun. Follow us on uh, TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us uh, wherever. Subscribe to our, you know, our channels and all that. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. All right, boys. We out. Thanks for listening.